Hello and welcome back to the official podcast. This is episode 170 and Jackson has just been going fucking nuts waiting to tell you something extremely important by the sound of it. Jackson, what is it? Can you guys believe Harvey Weinstein was acquitted of all crimes? He's innocent. <laughs> and handsome. Was he? What? No. Wait, what? really? No. <laughs> no. no. Jesus Christ, you two. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't, I don't even get the joke. What's the joke? No, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't acquitted. You don't put me on the spot like that, you son of a bitch. Otherwise so the, I'll joke is he was, the joke is he wasn't acquitted. <laughs> no. Well, Jackson's, Jackson's uh, well, joke yeah, was that he was so obviously guilty that would it would have been silly for anyone to believe that he got acquitted. Ah, Thank but, you, finally. Someone explains my joke properly. Now I get it. <laughs> so the thing is, though, I did read an article beforehand, just like last week or something, that actually said there was a decent chance that he might get acquitted just out of a technical matter. Not a loophole or yeah, anything, but basically well. they... What, what's the technical matter? Wow. It's not a technical matter. It as was full penetration or something? No, apparently there's like two girls who had just cause like they were genuinely just... All the evidence is there that they got sexually assaulted and raped. But then the uh, the prosecution decided to bring in all these other cases as well that kind of... They weren't as open and shut. And so it diluted their case, if anything. It kind of worked against them. But... Really? They got him at the end, yeah. They um, convicted him of, I think, first-degree sexual assault and second-degree rape. I don't really know what the distinction is, but now he's uh, <laughs> he's in a hospital now because he pretended to have uh, gotten a heart attack or something, and so now he's just lounging around the hospital waiting room. Is it like a prison hospital? Supposedly, but Hopefully he's in... they have stand-up comedy there for him. He's been a real big fan recently. He's... He's not Wait, cuffed what? or anything. Where did that come from, the stand-up comedy thing? Yeah, what's your joke, Charlie? Jesus. <laughs> what? Explain. It's, that's literally what he's been doing for the last year he's been on trial, is going to stand-up comedy clubs. Oh. Uh. So you, the point of your joke was he likes comedy. <laughs> the point of his joke is Kaya saying how comfortable it is, and I said I hope they're really making it all great for him by having a nice stand-up comic there for him to enjoy. Why do you like him so much? Yeah, why are you defending yeah, why were you Harvey <laughs> Weinstein of all people? <laughs> I think he has good taste you know, he in was stand-up comics. Guilty. <laughs> what comics did he go see? Shit, I don't know, like every single one Louis of them in New York. Mm. I did, it, wasn't it Louis C.K.? No, I don't know, he went to like a fucking ton of them. I saw a bunch of articles and videos of him getting roasted at comedy clubs and laughing his ass off about it. <laughs> well, apparently he's not laughing anymore at his... Uh, his Lawyer said that he met with him at the hospital. Apparently his own children will not come see him at his request because he doesn't want them to get involved with his crimes uh, and get shamed. But Wait, does he think nice it's contagious? His lawyer said get, that he's in... You my sickness, kids. His lawyer said that he was in low spirits, kind of sickly. He, he apparently... <laughs> uh, I imagine a rape, a rape trial will do that to you. <laughs> And he apparently, um, this is, I'm paraphrasing, but he simply could not understand how the jury didn't see that he didn't commit those crimes. So he was a little upset. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he convinced himself that he was innocent? You know, honestly, there's a good chance. There's a lot of criminal psychology where if you deny it enough and kind of avoid it enough that your brain will actually start believing it didn't happen and that you're Mm -hmm. innocent. There's plenty of people that are guilty as fuck, but then they tell themselves so many times they didn't do it that they eventually start believing it and trying to 
yeah. twist the story however they I have think, to. I think there's only so many women that you can pay off after raping them and telling them that it's no big deal and it's okay before you start believing your own bullshit. So, yeah, I, I could see why he would be that delusional, to be honest. And then maybe now reality is sitting him, so yeah. he's a little bummed out. I mean, how how long has all this hoopla good going on? A couple of years, right? Well, no, he's been raping his, people since the seventies. Yeah. No, no, yeah, not, his whole life. Not the, not the, not the actual crimes themselves, but I mean the the oh. big blow up about it and the Me Too and the, the yeah, hoopla. yeah, it's that twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So if he's been denying it now for three years, even if he is guilty, there's definitely parts of his brain that are genuinely believing he didn't do anything. Honestly, but he's also probably an arrogant, like egotistical old fuck. Right. You know, like senile almost. Yeah. Honestly, just as an asshole, just to be an asshole because they're all complicit in this, I at his trial, I if I knew that I was going to get sent to prison anyway, I would have dragged everyone else down with me too. I would have just spilled the beans. I would have played that <laughs> you guys see that compilation that somebody made of all those woke me too celebrities praising him and calling him a god. It's like Brad Pitt and Meryl Streep literally refers to Weinstein as a god and thanks him for making her career. I would have played that. But recently? Not recently, but before. Imagine when, when they still knew. Allegations. Yeah. When they still knew I that, that he was a rapist. Brad Pitt's Oscar acceptance speech that I missed <laughs> out on. Just this is all em. thanks to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Then again, I guess they did send sort of well, a message that you cannot do this, those sort of things or even threaten to spill the beans because we, we saw what happened to Epstein. Well, without without all of these allegations, we wouldn't have this topic that's been so much fun to talk about on the show. So we want to wish a big thank you to Harvey Weinstein no, for making no. this episode possible. No. <laughs> it's like, you're not thanking no, the victims. <laughs> How about not thanking anyone? It's like this is a situation that deserves thanks. It's like if I thanked Pablo Escobar for raping and murdering so many people in the drug wars because I like narcos on Netflix. Hey, it wouldn't mm. be done without him. You gotta thank him in some way. Maybe Ooh, a gift do you think basket. there's gonna be do you think there's gonna be a series on Netflix around Harvey Weinstein? Yes. Oh. Like he's the boogeyman. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm calling it now. Within the next five years, we'll have a Netflix or Amazon drama called Weinstein. And no, it'll just maybe they, not get they Maybe won't not. use the name. It'll be like uh, why not to the top Elmer or Lester. something. It'll be me too. <laughs> but it, it'll 100 percent be about Weinstein. Yeah, like, but it'll, it'll have a cutesy yeah, like name that. like me too or me done or something, whatever. <laughs> me one. <laughs> me one. <laughs> How it me too all started. Me too counts of rape convicted. Well, <laughs> <laughs> So to go back to the trial, was there any kind of like uh, turn of turnout of support for Harvey Weinstein, like in the OJ case <laughs> where everyone rallied behind OJ? No. Well, in the OJ case, it was, was because it like, hashtag acquit. You know, no. I mean, in the OJ case, you know, people were led to believe that this innocent man, a black man, was being, you know, the people be were being racist against him, and it was a racist oh, case. I don't think it's anybody much bigger. No one's it's going much bigger to than that, Kaya. He was a football a fat star, and he was. 
that he was too, beloved yeah. by everybody. That's the difference. Like everyone loved OJ. They were like, oh my God, he was a big football player and he started movies and he's the coolest the guy. Gun. He was in the naked gun. Yeah. That's and, why I like and everyone looked up to him and they had posters and jerseys and he was he was super well liked and charismatic. But Harvey Weinstein, except for the actors and people that worked with him, everyone just thinks he's a greasy scumbag. <laughs> so do people still think that OJ didn't do it? Because oh, all I ever hear is that he did do it. Like, no, absolutely. It's just an unspoken truth that he did do it <laughs> there's plenty of he people, got away with it plenty of people who still to this day think he didn't do it oh yeah, yeah. it was a big big decisive thing or divisive thing yeah this one definitely wasn't decisive but yeah good for his accusers yeah the it's job a, definitely done, a though. victory on that front yeah but you know there's a whole lot of work to be done left still I just, I cannot believe, I still, my mind is blown. I know this is this now the bugaboo of the conspiracy theorists, but Epstein left behind a child sex trafficking ring and nobody seems to mind that. We know nothing about it and nobody's asking questions. Ooh. And pro, he, it, it pro, all it did is leave a power vacuum, right? So somebody just stepped into his shoes. It's not as if that fucking business just went belly up. Only he did and nobody well, seems to give a shit. That- it's weird to me. Does that mean that that power vacuum or that, that the ability for there to be a power vacuum will always exist? There's just going to always be a Harvey Weinstein? It's like a title, a moniker? I think so, unfortunately. I mean, that's this very cynical take. But yeah, I think so. L- look, think of El Chapo. We arrested him. It's not like the drug war ended. It's not like heroin doesn't flow into the US anymore, right? His son took over. And I think that the similar mm-hmm. case would be something like with Epstein, where somebody just stepped into his shoes and they took care of him. He was a liability at that point, and nobody seems to give a fuck. It's weird. So d- does that mean that Harvey Weinstein is going to kill himself in prison? I in hope. quotations. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> is it, do you think that's why he's so scared and, and faking a heart attack and stuff? Because he knows as soon as he gets into that prison cell, there's a masked man there waiting to snap his neck or something. He's literally just camping out in a hospital just in case because he wants to survive. He wants to be close to the ICU. <laughs> or he probably know. just doesn't want to go to prison. If Bernie Madoff didn't get ki- killed going to prison, I don't think Harvey Weinstein will. Who's Bernie Madoff? You guys don't remember him? He ran the largest Ponzi scheme in American history. Uh-uh. Ponzi? But why would why would someone kill them? Kill him over a Ponzi scheme? That was a huge deal. It was a lot more than just that. But that's like in a nutshell what Bernie was. That shit was massive. You really don't know anything well, about that? No. Uh-huh. What Bernie? What Madoff? Yeah. Madoff. No? Yeah. Hmm. Give, yeah, a, I mean, give a recap on it, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, old man. Hundreds of millions of dollars scammed off of very wealthy, powerful people and uh, eventually got caught years later, went to jail, still in jail and still old as fuck. Mm. No, yeah, but he doesn't have secrets or anything on people. I'm 100% sure he does when you get to that kind of power. Yeah, there's definitely got to be secrets and maybe nothing about child sex slavery like Weinstein or whatever, but definitely Epstein. something worth killing him over. Uh-huh. Well, he just seems like a scam artist that stole money off rich people. That doesn't sound like yeah, he but would hundreds have any of millions of dollars worth. That's powerful people that you're taking money from. Yeah, but it's not like you. It's not like you have any secrets on their their schemes or anything. He just stole their money. You don't know. I mean, it's not like he's just. It was a lot more than just stealing Ooh. money, though, Jackson. Jesus, it's not a million what? dollar scam. It was a according. This is to. 
by CNBC uh, $65 billion scam. Yeah. All right. Well, that, yeah, that's a little bit different. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck do you mean? That's exactly what I said. It's <laughs> no, the, that's the, 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 you said millions of dollars. I said hundreds and milli, hundreds of millions of dollars. That's still not as much as sixty-five billion. <laughs> yeah, it's composed of hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> he, he took fucking Jeff Bezos' entire net worth. Yeah, I, 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 I think he would have a bit of a problem. Uh, How the fuck did you not know about that? That shit was massive. When did it happen? Not everywhere. Like is two thousand around American news. Oh, it's like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah fuck, I mean, that was, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. 10 years ago, Jackson was alive? like, Jackson was mm-hmm. like 10 and I didn't even know English. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually not know English 10 years ago? Uh, I was in the process of learning, I guess. Well, oh, God damn, it's so depressing. Fluent. Like you would never, yeah. you no. would never guess that you're not a native <laughs> The speaker. only thing I've ever heard from Kaya that would show that he's not is he pronounces words a little like accentedly sometimes yeah but, but that's, other, that's just an accent I exactly assume. other than that kaya you definitely sound like you've been speaking english since birth thank you yeah, that, is, that is very kind it always puts a smile on my face when i hear that it's very nice but at the same time you guys just reminded me of how old i am and it's just so despicably discouraging because in my head i was thinking oh 10 years ago i was 15 no I was 18. It's so depressing. Fuck. <laughs> 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 like 10 years yeah, ago, I was legal. Right? A decade ago, I was legal. Fuck. And my, a good friend of mine turned uh, 29 just this month, uh, or last month, rather, like two weeks ago. And now it's a, a literal one-year countdown to his 30th birthday, at which point he's probably just going to kill himself, <laughs> he keeps telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so every single day I send him a message like 352 days left until you turn 30 <laughs> oh, no. you're doing that thing that, that that girl just went to jail for you're constantly putting the idea of suicide in his, his mind yeah yeah it's a bummer man I don't want to thir- uh, turn 30 it's going to be interesting to see what what will happen to you guys well, nothing's going to happen. You're just going to be more depressed, I imagine. I, I'm curious. Do you think, Kaya, knowing yourself, oh. do you think you'll go through a midlife crisis where you buy like a top-down old muscle car and sunglasses and leather jackets? No, not not that kind, but I'm sure it it, it will have to come out in some fashion. I don't know how. I, I'm not a biker kind of guy, and I don't think I ever will be, but... That's a that's a great question. When all of us hit midlife crisis age, what do you realistically think we're going to be doing? Try to capture that I, youth again. I don't know. I think I don't think that'll be thirty. Actually, I think that'll be around forty. Is when like a midlife crisis would hit thirty. I think you That's can still true. do things. Yeah. yeah. Did I did I say thirty? I meant like forty or fifty. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, we were just talking about thirty, so I just oh, assumed. Okay. But yeah, if I I don't know what a midlife crisis looks like, really. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot. A lot of it is triggered if you're you reach 30 or something there's just there has to be some biological clock inside you that says listen time's running out i i already feel it you know sometimes i'm just lying in bed thinking i wonder what unconsciousness forever feels like they always <laughs> it's just they, they always say it like it's so oh it's oh who cares you know you didn't care about not being alive before you were born yeah but that's that's not how simp- how it works is it when you're thinking about this sort of stuff it doesn't make death seem any less of a a threat or a sad thing so you're lying there thinking fuck man there, there's so many things i want to do travel just invent 
have you know just create stuff and then all of a sudden you turn 30 and go oh shit that's half my life if i'm lucky right yeah. <laughs> and i don't even no it's not it's not that's that's what fucks me up like the back half of your life you you're basically just an old fuck who can't do anything and is constantly in pain mm. Like the, the last the one 40 fucks, years of your life or so. The one yeah, that fucks that me up the most, the one that fucks me up the most is that you could just die tomorrow. You could be hit by a fucking bus or some random guy with a that gun could kill you. That doesn't mm-hmm. bother me as much because there's yeah. nothing I can do to prevent that. Exactly. I no, I, I see. Can, just don't go can, outside. I do it the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, so. and then you slip in your kitchen and hit your head on the counter. Yeah, and or you have just <laughs> random brain aneurysm, No, Charlie. but... That's interesting. See, because in my head, I think the exact opposite way. I think, okay, if I'm careful, I'm probably not going to slip on a banana peel and just die in my kitchen. But no matter how (laughs) careful, no matter how healthy I am, I will die one day. And that's what fucks with Mm -hmm. me. I I cannot out-caution Well, we don't know that yet, Kaya. That's (laughs) that's why I use that as motivation, just to go out and do shit, just knowing that literally tomorrow you could end up dead somehow. Just... Yeah, but it's now. never going to be enough. Even fucking Jeff Bezos will feel like he hasn't lived oh, a full of, life when of he dies. Course, yeah. What else can Don't you do besides the most? What else can you do besides the most you can do? May as well do it. Well, coronavirus, Andrew, I wouldn't recommend going outside. That's true. Yeah, it's in Florida hey. now. So you guys have it in it's the not, US yet? Steve? It is, is in it Florida. in your town? Yeah. It's yeah. in our county. It, ah, one yeah. of the two nice. cases in Florida is in our county. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, dude. They have a yeah. they have a case in my city as well and actually more, I think. How about you, Jackson? Yes. No. I mean someone died in Queensland but not around me, so I'm safe for now. Well, yeah, the case the case for so, the yes. person in our area isn't like close to Andrew and I, but it's still like, you know, around the corner. I'm exaggerating yeah. with county, but it's very close. I mean, with how the I virus mean, spreads, that technically could qualify yeah. as close. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I guess technically speaking, it's not like knocking on the doors. Did you guys yeah, hear but- that it spreads by farting? It's farting? Yeah, no. it spreads through flatulence. Really? No, it doesn't. I, Fuck you. you now you're sure? reading it Twitter. Sounds, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it doesn't. That's fucking All stupid. Right. From what it I read, it's through not, not sharing my hentai. From what I read, it's not airborne. So that's one thing. But on the other hand, you know, the, the, me is, uh, the media really doesn't inspire much confidence in your fellow man. Because I keep seeing these articles about how to properly wash your hands. And I'm thinking, how the fuck... Do you need this lesson at 40 years old? Your mom never taught you how to wash your hand after wiping your ass, really. <laughs> you have to read an article on how to, you know, and it's just this basic, like, put, apply the soap, scrub carefully for a couple of seconds, and then rinse. R- yeah? Do, 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 do you really need this lesson? No wonder we have fucking, we deserve I never knew you had to wash in between your fingers. How? What? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, getting... yeah i mean that's just obvious it's all obvious like washing your hands is the best defense against any kind of virus i don't know why people don't know that because people are fucking disgusting man there's people, people who are go to the dumb there's people who go to the bathroom and just don't even bother wiping like there, there are some Ooh. disgusting filthy people no. obese people honestly <laughs> it's real yeah, well <laughs> because they, they can't so, they can't wipe so, uh, yeah because they can't reach <laughs> When I, when I was getting fair. like, 
when I was yeah. getting super hardcore into dieting, I had a really unhealthy mindset where I would read like fat people stories to gross me out and go, I don't want to be that. I'll eat healthy <laughs> and exercise. Damn. And one common theme that came up a lot is after a certain weight, wiping your ass is a fucking hassle. And a lot of them just stop doing it. Yeah, they, just they don't have these. What happens? They have these wiping sticks. <laughs> yeah, if you don't buy a stick, what do you do? Nothing. Is it like a selfie stick? Yeah, Put basically. Paper on the end. Yeah, it's an actual product you can buy for. It's like for you have to be very morbidly obese. It's not like you know if you're a little overweight, you're walking around with shit in your pants. So if, if anyone's listening to this, you're fat, Doug. Not pointing fingers, Doug. <laughs> but I'm not saying you don't wash your hands. It's just if you're morbidly obese, like my 600 pound life kind of fat person. Yeah, chances are if she has to use or he. Someone from that show has to use a public toilet. They're not going to be wiping their asses on the stay of a nurse around. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. But even think about it in general. Think how many times you go to like a restaurant bathroom or something and you see a guy come out of the toilet and he just leaves and doesn't wash his hands. Uh, People just do that. They yeah, just fucking don't I, care. That's why I never eat at like buffets or anything like that anymore. Yeah, that kind of... Yeah, buffets, open buffets. I also don't get the shit that you guys do in the West, in America at least. That's where I've seen it first. I don't know how it is in Australia, but you guys enter your houses with your shoes on, that sort of stuff. I, I don't get it, uh, man. No, I, I take my shoes off. Yeah, you enter my house with your shoes on, You, I will fucking brutalize you. You get the fuck out of my house. I will call 911. I will call the police <laughs> if you enter my house with your shoes on. It's just disgusting. And you go to bed with that shit and you're surprised you get the coronavirus. <laughs> You're making it it's easy for the Chinese. I no, also but, don't understand uh, people that choose not to use honey when it's really just free money. Isn't that right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. I've been looking into honey. I've been doing countless hours of countless research projects on honey. And it, it, we have a scientific consensus in the community that every single person who can should be using honey because it's free. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason not to use it. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. You know how great it feels to save, but it feels even better to save with Honey because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to clip coupons. You don't have to point out little deals. Oh, Go ahead. I mean, talk about clipping coupons. You guys remember the age old days of when you would want to sign up for a website or buy a product. So you would Google something like whatever the website's name is space coupon yeah. space 2020 coupons. space unused oh, yeah. and then you would go on to like yep. you'd have to peruse like 10 different websites and they were all full of viruses and you somehow f fill out a captcha and find one coupon code and paste it and it would be expired or invalid none of them yeah. would ever and, work and even then the website would say like has a 50 percent chance of working this one has a 45 percent <laughs> chance of working yeah and you're thinking like who I'll the fuck is voting on this it didn't work for me it never works for me who's voting this is false <laughs> this doesn't work so just get honey it's so much easier it's a it's a browser extension yeah, it works genuinely is it works right there. You don't even have to bother doing anything. Literally on checkout, it will tell you. You don't even have to pull it or ask it or pull it up or uh, input anything into it. It will tell you, hey, you're checking out something. I got a coupon for you. It works. Done. They done have done. over oh, they have over 30,000 supported stores online, and I actually have a little personal story on that. I was at this small little retailer. Some of you might know it. You know, Adidas pretty big mm -hmm. <laughs> retailer just to give you an idea of how they actually support really big brands i was buying those like adidas sweatpants because it was actually somehow getting cold outside in florida i went on their website picked out a pair and honey went hey 
did you know I can uh, slap $20 off that price tag? And I went, all right, great, do it. And they did. It was that yeah. easy, simple. Didn't have to wait longer for shipping. Didn't have to do anything at all specific. Just use the honey code, let it do. There's a little dancing coin that plays. It's a little animation whenever you use it. It's so cute. Yeah, you, you've got to save that Didn't little coin. You've got to save your money, especially now since the coronavirus yeah. is also ravaging the economy. You might want to start saving your money. <laughs> <laughs> and you can start saving your money using Honey. It feels pretty great. You can think of it uh -huh. as a little daily victory. It's free to use, installs in a few seconds. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash official. That's uh -huh. joinhoney.com slash official. By the way, it's Save not money a, by doing nothing. It's not an exe or anything that you have to download onto your computer. It's literally just a browser extension. It's in all of the just browser extension uh, so stores too. But if you want to help us out at the same time as you're helping yourself, tell them we sent you by simply going to joinhoney.com/official. That's where you can get the browser extension installs within a split seconds. You know how fast it is. Chrome, Firefox, Opera, whatever you use, they got it for all of those. And it doesn't slow down your browser or anything. It's not intrusive. Yeah, yeah. It's really great. In fact, when you're not even using it, it grays itself out and just sits inactive until it actually detects coupons. So it's until not it like detects savings. For exactly. The warning alarm for savings goes off. But <laughs> it, it doesn't do the thing a lot of extensions like that do where it doesn't pop up all the time. It doesn't say, hey, maybe yeah. you should start shopping here. Honey mm -hmm. does not give a shit what you're doing until it actually looks and sees, hey, maybe I can save you money. It's good it's stuff. They've sponsored us for so long, and I've used it for so long. It's just genuinely so great. I yeah. love Honey. Yes. Thank you, Honey. Joinhoney.com slash official. Um, can we condemn China already? Anyone? Uh, here we go again with your tirade against China. No, but I think it's just ridiculous that all of this is literally China's fault and not a single world leader is you know, saying anything. Isn't that kind of fucked up? I mean, the, the original doctor, you know, who first raised concerns, I think, in 2019 when he first realized that there's a, uh, there was a new virus afoot and the Chinese government yeah. told him, you better keep your fucking mouth shut or you're going to disappear, you little bitch. And now he's dead. You know, his wife was pregnant. He had a child or something. Kind of fucked up. And now we have to deal with it. And then they lied about the spread of the virus. And now the rest of us have to deal with it. Our economies are getting wrecked. Every country... Uh, it's in every country now. The U.S. economy is suffering because you know China is like the factory for the planet, basically. But it's a good point, Kaya. But it's I still don't think it's the fault of the Chinese people. It's just the government. The, the, Not all the people, you know, but yeah, the, wanna... the, the government. Yeah. yeah. So condemn the government, please. Can can one of these world leaders, like a dozen of them, whose countries are now infected with this shit, maybe go like, "Dude, China, not cool, man." Sanctions. Politics, world politics isn't as easy as that, though. Condemning China over something like this would have ramifications on the global economy even more than just the virus would. Did I you think saying that, something uh, like, you know, shaking your finger and saying, how about no more viruses or something like yeah, that, or just yeah, like more transparency. Just, it says, neither does not does, doing anything. Just literally anything, yeah, it, any kind of response that isn't, oh... Oh, no, China, this isn't your fault. You guys know that we apparently all of our tax money goes, uh, goes to this World Health Organization panel that is tasked solely with naming this virus. You know how they call it the COVID-19 now? The coronavirus something that's, 19? You know why? Yeah, that's so much cooler, by the way. It's not, though. You know why? Because that panel is solely tasked because they don't want the name of the virus, which usually uh, 
just it catches on on social media or something. That's how viruses usually get named. That's why a lot of people called it the Wuhan flu or the Wu flu or just the coronavirus. And their task is literally our taxpayer money goes to let's find a better name so China doesn't feel discriminated against. So they don't feel like it's their fault. But it is. It's it's your fault. Take some responsibility. It's like if Weinstein paid money so the courts didn't use his name and his rape allegations. Like you you did it. You're raping us. It's your fault. Hey, mm. China owes us reparations. Did you guys see this uh, NASA? Well, you don't have the flu. I, I mean, my country does. Our economy does. It affects me still. I just read that the the COVID nineteen coronavirus is ten to twenty times more lethal than the flu. That's pretty cool, and it spreads at least twice as effectively. Did you Jesus guys see Christ. that? Uh, satellite data from nasa apparently so china is the global like leader in global warming and world pollution and it, yeah, it has yeah. gone down exponentially because they had to shut down all of their industries so there's a silver <laughs> lining that, yeah you, you know there's some yeah. there's an upside i just wish at some point somebody would go like hey could you stop releasing a new virus every other year this isn't cool anymore this isn't fun <laughs> we're kind of bored of naming going these. To say, i thought you were going to say like nasa could see the coronavirus for space or something because <laughs> I'm so used to that factoid. Like NASA can see the Great Wall of China from space. It just no man, but look, it, it's not the Chinese people. Okay, they're just as oppressed, but it's the Chinese government that does almost everything that is wrong in the world. Like I cannot, off the top of my head, name anything good that they do, but I can name like ten different evil things. Like, you know how yeah. those rare rhinos, they're now going extinct and, you know, those nice, whatever the fuck the elephants are, it's because they're getting poached for their tusks and uh, horns. It's because, you know, some Chinese men somehow think that ground up animal bones are going to give them boners. Some of them gleefully mm -hmm. get off on torturing Wait, animals. In those <laughs> no, unfortunately not. So you're gonna <laughs> hope you didn't kill your dogs yet they globally censor every single industry that they that they control which is pretty much every single industry that you can think of if you think the coronavirus is bad just wait like a couple of years until they release a super bug you know one of them antibiotic resistant ones that's gonna be fun right it's gonna be a little worse than uh what's basically I mean, a flu but if 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 you're trying to imply that they've released the coronavirus, why would they release it to their own their own people <laughs> and no, all the industries to but shut it doesn't down? Stop, there is a tinfoil. So, okay, answer there me this: China, the Chinese government has currently in Beijing banned the consumption of cats and dogs. Right. Okay. So clearly, they think that has an effect. They think that if we ban people eating kittens, it's going to somehow slow it down. My point is, just couldn't you keep that in place? That law never eat kittens again maybe well, that would help maybe it is in place for that reason maybe they've, they've realized that it's a contributing factor to the rise of these viruses so maybe they've, they've turned it off so then there's their concentration camps i mean Hard china is basically a modern world's third reich they imprison muslims and there's allegations that they traffic their human organs you know they just steal inmates organs they shoot protesters asking for democracy they pollute the planet like nothing else you, you realize that for like 10 years we were unable to close the ozone, that hole in the ozone layer. Remember that, guys? When we were young, that was the big climate mm -hmm. issue of our time. We couldn't close that fucking motherfucker because China was the only nation on the planet still using a banned substance and just dumping it into the atmosphere. That was their fault. All of the human rights abuses, all of the just patent theft, 
People sometimes tell me, well, you know, Chikai, at least they're technologically advanced. No, they just steal shit. Just today, I read an article on Fortune, uh, Fortune magazine. One in five U.S. companies says that they have previously had one of their patents stolen by China. They're just... Uh, have you guys seen this news now that U.S. scientists, professors at major universities like Ivy League universities are getting arrested? Uh, you're dumping a whole lot of information on us. Yeah. Uh, I need to process that. I know it's Jonesy, I know, spreadsheet. but you can look all of these things up. Just Google it. You don't have Hang to take which, which, which page of <laughs> the Excel spreadsheet are we on right now? I got confused on page 22. Just I don't, look it up, man. I don't <laughs> have an Infowars.com. You can literally just Google this. They are headhunting your scientists. They're dumping millions of dollars of black money. Basically, uh, these professors aren't paying taxes on the and that money or are reporting this, getting arrested because they're doing research for China. I don't think any one of us here, I don't think any one of us here agrees with anything the Chinese government does. So can That's we just not, say that? That's what that I'm saying. Can point. can our elected officials please at some point I mean, just yeah, say, whack their fingers like Charlie said, like maybe once, go not cool? It's different when you're on a global economic and like that that kind of relationship between nations that you can't uh, do that often unless yeah, it's with Iran, you also have to remember all the dependencies we have in china for like manufacturing china is and literally the, the, that's the, the point though at the moment this should be a, wa- has a, been for the last a wake up call maybe move your factories out of china so every five years when they have another virus your economy doesn't get shut down that's another problem right Speaking yeah, of Iran, I, I, though, have I you guys... I don't blame China. I blame, I blame America. They can't even wipe their asses, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's, okay, great, Thunberg. It's all America's fault. Let's just ignore that China exists. It's like <laughs> ignoring the rapist elephant in the room. Have you guys seen Iran, though? I love Iran. What's Iran uh, doing? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Tell the nation do you want to wage war against this week? Yeah. I, I, I might have to come to terms with the fact that my mom may die from this fucking coronavirus bullshit because we're Turkey is what? neighbors with Iran. Your mom. And yes, so my mom, you know, the problem with the coronavirus is we all joke about getting it and such, but for the vast majority of us, unless you have some precondition like a heart issue or yeah. breathing issue. If you're immunocompromised, yeah. Yeah, unless you're like that, it, for most of us, apparently for like 80% of people it just feels like a mild cold. And then even if it's not a mild cold, mm-hmm. it just feels like a flu. And the people most at risk aren't even young children, apparently. It's the elderly. It's like 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. And that's what, where my mom is. That's and the case with Turkey. most respiratory diseases. Yeah, but this is a new one that we, you know, we don't have vaccine against and such. And it's rapidly spreading. So I am a little worried because we are bordered with Iran. It's a neighboring country to Turkey where my mom lives. And Iran is living up to its name as the top lol cow. Did you guys know that? So, you know, I, I always try to defend my choice as top lol cow against North Korea. Did you guys know that in, uh, in North Korea, the coronavirus is a 100% death rate? You guys know why? Because it only hit one Because person? it's China. No. Because they killed the person oh, yeah, that's because, infected. Yeah, he executed it. He yeah. executed the person who's sick. <laughs> they just fucking killed the motherfucker. They just executed him on the spot for having, for having committed strategy. the crime of getting the virus. But at least, you know, with that logic, it's fucking... It's stupid to shoot someone for having a flu, but it's not going to spread and affect their crummy economy. Iran, on the other hand, is telling people that if you... Um, dip a cotton swab in oil and then place it in your anus, it will cure the corona <laughs> flu. 
<laughs> they also tell you that. Yeah, I read that. They also tell you that an imam's spit can cure it. So there's now a lot of people going on with their water bottles, telling imams to spit in it, and then they drink the water with the spit. Ugh. And there's Ugh. people. Is it working? I don't think yeah, so. But only because they get yeah, like AIDS you're going to look like a real idiot when all that coronavirus <laughs> reports come out and Iran is squeaky clean. Yeah, WHO is going to be like, we just need more spit and motor oil in our ass. <laughs> just get that imam hydrated, damn it. Get him some electrolytes. <laughs> we need coronavirus. We're gonna need Gatorade. <laughs> get him some Gatorade. Get him. Get him one of those mineral supplements. Mix it up in his shake. Get him some OJ to wipe it down with some creatine to too. Oh. Get him some protein. Let make him come in our mouths. That'll cure it. And some of them are uh, licking sh the walls of shrines now and prayer places like mosques and such because they think that'll cure them. There was apparently a they do that already. Sicker. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, what do you think the spitting was going like to cure them? <laughs> well, at least with I, the spit, I'm not saying it would, just saying there was a chance. Well, if, at least with the spit, nothing overall is probably going to happen. But if you're licking a filthy, disgusting shrine wall that thousands of hands have touched and it's never been washed. You know, maybe maybe it's like a placebo effect. Maybe if they lick it, they'll get into such a good like mind frame or they'll think that it uh, affects them, that it actually does affect them, like building up. That kind of morale? It's not well, a bad idea, so they actually. already have the morale. They think that they can pray the virus away. And basically, this is a plot by the US to destroy Muslim people. My, I, I was video chatting with my friend today, and his father is very... He's devout and sort of a big nationalist, and he apparently keeps telling my friend that everything will be fine. Our government will take care of us. This is just another uh, US plot. And if you... Uh, look at the Turkish genome. Actually, we have different proteins, so the virus cannot actually infect us. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if you want to call you that morale, for it. Fair enough. Wow. Um, apparently, there is a there was a movie maker in Iran who's bragging about having flu symptoms on Twitter, and he was bragging about how cool it would have been if he had the coronavirus. So, as to show that it's no big deal, he's dead now. <laughs> wait, wait, how did you die? The coronavirus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's, you know, well. all jokes aside, it's sad. I I was on Twitter looking at this, like, some poor Iranian man made, like, a 50-tweet thread about... He was documenting all the single cases and all the ridiculous stuff happening. You know, the guy, the the Iranian health minister tasked with dealing with the coronavirus crisis. He got the coronavirus and he spread it to everyone else. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. On purpose? Not on purpose, but he was tasked with dealing with this fucking virus. <laughs> no, and he it was caught on purpose. It. He it caught on it. Purpose. And then he, he got it and coughed on everyone. He went on TV no, he, he interviews, joked, I, coughing on people on air, and then he shook hands with like the officials of his own country, literally pretty much every official ugh. in the country. <laughs> I love Iran, man. They're you, so weak. I, one of these weeks, I swear to God, I'm promising you guys, one of these days, they're going to shoot down a plane and then admit that they thought it was the coronavirus or something. It's going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> they're such goofy people. I read, I read the other day when... Uh, when some dude contracted the coronavirus, I think it was in Australia actually, but the, the government quarantined him and he was so angry that he started spitting and coughing at like the people trying to help him. Asshole. Like, how, 
yeah, a complete uh, like a complete degenerative asshole, just a stain on society. If you're going to do that, these people are like trying to help you and society, and and you think you're so much wiser or whatever that you can just like spit at them and cough on them <laughs> and try to get them sick. God, dickhead, dick move, very yeah. dick move. Not uh. fun. I don't know. I've well, already maybe. had a very bad flu this year, so I don't. I'm not looking forward to another one. That means you're immunocompromised. That means you'll probably die if you get it. No. Well, what, maybe what, one what? way that you can, maybe something you can do is if the coronavirus just gets really rampant, maybe people turn into like a zombie horde or just infecting people <laughs> left and right. Is you can invest in your home security. Mm. Isn't that oh, right, Jackson? Yeah. Hell yeah. You can do it via Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's Simply Safe. Because Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system award winning protection and a two time winner of CNET's Editor Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in security. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard mm-hmm. the inside. You'll barely notice it's there. Truly remarkable that anyone can set up this system all by themselves. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there are no trade-offs to your security. There is an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home 24-7 for only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Which is That's really why cheap. the Verge, it is extremely yeah, cheap compared cheap. to competitors. I'm not going to name names because that would be a little shady. But if you uh, compare them to any other competitors in this market, mm. Simply Safe is definitely the best bargain. That's why the Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. You can get Simply Safe now by going to simplysafe.com/official. You should spell that out. I, spell I, that I out. I was literally going to do that. Yeah, that is spelled S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash official. So simply, but with an I instead of a Y, and you'll get free shipping and a sixty-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. Go now and be sure. To check it out at simplysafe.com slash official. I was speaking to a representative a couple days ago, and they said that most of the setup is done with easy tape and other household appliances. Mm-hmm. So very simple stuff. You don't need to break out your power belt. You don't need to break out the power saw. You don't need to relevel your roof to put cameras in there. Everything is incredibly straightforward. And again, 50 cents a day. Home. 50 cents a day that's like a fucking family spotify subscription you know for your family instead get a family safety subscription to keep yourself safe yeah 50 cents a day to keep yourself safe is not nothing that's not that's not asking a whole lot considering that nothing one burglar he will rob you for much more within 10 seconds you know, if you Did lose you a laptop, if that's cut. Burglarizes your house and just takes fifty cents. Did you guys remember <laughs> that? Being like the... burglar. <laughs> yeah. What if a burglar came into your house every day and just took fifty cents? Would you care? Probably not. <laughs> yes. I mean, if it was non-consensual, <laughs> that would be All annoying. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Probably you... not the best idea to compare their subscription here to a burglar <laughs> stealing the money. It's not. Don't, no, you know they're not stealing your money. Give them your money willingly. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. a difference. You guys it's more like a, back in the 90s. It's more the like 2000s. the Hulk coming to your house every day and saying, for 50 cents, I'll keep everyone away from you. 
then yes, I'll yeah, pay that. That's great. There used to be those advertisements where they'd say for less than a cup of coffee a day. Well, if you mm. go to Starbucks, a cup of coffee now is like five fucking dollars. <laughs> so this is definitely, yeah. definitely less than the price of a cup of coffee every day. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Starbucks are the true thieves. <laughs> yeah, don't give your money to Starbucks. Give it to Simply Safe. I could have fucking used this system at the moment, though, because I had a (laughs) fucking horrifying dream just before where there was like a home invasion and I was I was uh, pinned down and beaten. Where was Simply (laughs) Safe? Jackson, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you they will not protect you in your dreams. That's out of their jurisdiction. (laughs) Not guarantees. (laughs) They can give you a peace of mind, but not sanity in your dreams. (laughs) No, I would have used it in my dreams. That's for sure. How much money would you guys pay for a machine that ensured you only had good dreams? No nightmares, no oh, night right now a lot. I've been having a lot recently. For me too, actually. That's why I brought I'd, it up. I'd pay up to like a hundred bucks a month if there was a real machine. Hundred bucks a month? If it was guaranteed, yeah. like so that'd be that'd be guaranteed. Not, not, not that you would. Ha- yeah, yeah. If the dreams were good, like if they guaranteed happy dreams and everything, yeah, I'd pay fucking a mm-hmm. hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. All right, so so let's let's make it a little more realistic. Let's say that they don't guarantee every dream is going to be amazing or a ten out of ten, or that you'll always dream, but they guarantee well, that you will that. have no more nightmares or night terrors. Or All right, well, then the dreams. price goes down to fifty. Fifty dollars a month. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Charlie, what about you? I'm not pay- I'm not paying the premium tier for that. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> had a whole lot of nightmares. It's been a it's been a long time since I've had like a scary dream. I just have weird ones, so I don't know. I'd say what about fifty dollars a month? No, hang on. Before you put a price on it, what about scary daydreams? Like, let's say you have to fly, you get on a plane, and they can guarantee that you're not going to have negative thoughts. Oh, well, well that's, that's just fuck drugs it. and pills. <laughs> that sounds incredible. <laughs> that's a lobotomy, Kaya. You can sign up for that whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, so how much? How, how much for this fucking, you know, little rail of cocaine? <laughs> Although that's yeah, an upper you, you'd want a downer, I suppose. Probably a tranquilizer, yeah. Hmm. How much for I a box of horse tranquilizers? I, oh, you know, I, I don't... It should be legal. Certified airlines should have the right to offer their customers pre-flight a shot to tranquilize them for the duration of the flight. Have a certified I mean, you doctor can. You on board. You can just go to an airport bar. Yeah. You can just go to an airport no. bar and just down fucking they, shot. They okay, have if you've ever done that, designed though, to knock you out on flights. Yeah. No, if you've ever drank at an airport and gone on a plane shit-faced, you know that it doesn't always work because you kind of get sick. It doesn't... Yeah, you get way too dizzy. You know that. You know when you get so fucked up that you cannot close your eyes because you may just get disoriented and vomit. If you're mm. like that on a plane, it's one of the worst fucking feelings, especially when there's turbulence or you're so just taking what you, off. What are you arguing then? I Narcos. What you're saying just literally put sh- me under, like an operationist. Put me under for like three hours or however long the plane is and then wake me Kaya up. Kaya wants a dedicated to a surgery Kaya chair. wants a dedicated <laughs> anesthesiologist aboard yes, every flight. every seat. <laughs> Not every seat. There could just be like, just like an air marshal, just have a dedicated anesthesiologist and a nurse, whatever, just to help out on every flight. And yes, knock out everyone who asks for it. Just a man with a thousand syringes in his coat sitting on the plane waiting for his call. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah, if I'd I want mean, while... Argue against a, it. See, I why not? A 16-hour so flight, why do you have thing. to be awake for it? 
unless you're doing work. If if I could get it through a respirator, like they could set up a whole oxygen tank set up where they put the mask on and say count backwards from 100. Yeah, I'd consider it. But I don't necessarily want a man jabbing needles into my arm during a plane ride that might have turbulence and random. Well, yeah. okay, but before the flight takes off is what I mean. And also, I, you know, if he's ah. trained enough, I don't think he's going to rip your veins open. It's not like it's a fucking a blade. You know, it's not a scimitar. Well, they, and like, we're not hiring pirates they should here. should do then. What they should do then is that when you go to your boarding gate, when you go to your gate, they lower a dome over everyone waiting for their flight and they fill it with knockout gas. And then instead of having to have everyone board and this and that, they have a bunch of big bodyguard volunteers carry everyone onto the plane. And Sounds then you like just a wake Joker up. plot. Yeah, and then you just <laughs> yeah. wake up at your home destination. Well, th- no those fights are th- over who gets on the plane when and no trying to do your luggage. Just have them do it. It's perfect. I, I mean, that would be, yeah. You know, everyone get on. We're knocking you out now. And then everyone else puts your luggage on board. Plus, exactly. you could use those masks for it. I mean, when have you ever heard of those masks working? The ones they say that they will, you know, op- the, this little cupboard here will open up and the mask will fall down in, in case of a pressure change. When does the pressure ever change and not result in death, like fatal crash? <laughs> what is even the point it's of a, that? Just uh, just put some gas in there. When it's pretty high. much already over. Yeah, yeah, like, or at the very least, during a crash, they should come out and it should be like self-euthanasia. You don't want to burn alive. <laughs> just breathe this. <laughs> the easy way out. Yes. Yeah, but then if that, if that shit like malfunctions and releases <laughs> prematurely, just kill the whole cabin. <laughs> Houston, we have a gas leak. It's, it's not space flights, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another thing. I don't think those chairs ever in the history of aviation have ever successfully been used as a flotation device. Just to, Nope. Uh, I'm speaking out of my ass, but I cannot imagine a single plane crash or plane accident where those were ever useful as a flotation device even when sully crashed that shit into the fucking hudson yeah well didn't it didn't people have vests i'm pretty sure they held on to those yeah did they did they inside the cabin because i mean the shit would have been flooding i'm pretty sure they all got on top of the plane well i imagine the they would have sink eventually yeah hmm. and yeah. i, I imagine he was told them floaty before landing to reach beneath their seats and get the vests on. I don't know. No, Do you no, think he took the time to say that shit? Do you think he took the time to communicate with, with the passengers or did he just scream into the microphone every man for themselves? <laughs> well, think about it this way. Think about, think about it this way. If you're that high up in the air and you, you know the plane's going down, you have a lot of time before you hit. He definitely could have communicated to them. He and, d- mm. You as a passenger do, him in the front seat fucking trying to fight the controls, he doesn't have a lot of time. Yeah, that's fair. Although, I mean, there's two pilots. You'd think that one of them could there, make yeah. an announcement. At, you know, all the yeah. flight attendants right. as well. Yeah, flight so. attendants, they would definitely be the ones to say it. I, I think I think I wouldn't want to cause panic or anything. I, I mean, obviously, if you're going down, the there's going to be panic anyway. Well, yeah. what are you going to do if there's panic? Are you going to stand up in the middle of the plane and start looting? Like, no. <laughs> you're gonna fuck, everyone's going to be concerned with getting safe, Jackson, and bracing themselves. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. Why even tell them not to panic? What's he going to do? Exactly. What's going to happen? Yeah. You're on a fucking airplane. Who cares? Panic. Well, then what's the what's the point of telling them to? It's not because like they then, can start a trampede and stampede, like, to where? Yeah, the, the, right? ma- the majority of people, if they're panicking, are going to start doing whatever it takes to save their own life. They're going to start bracing for impact, grabbing stuff. 
They're, if you're going down, you're meant my, to already brace I'm the a, impact anyway. If I'm in an airplane that's going to crash and kill everybody, my first instinct isn't going to be, ooh, I want that guy's Rolex. It's going to be, oh, <laughs> shit, I need to make sure I live. I've never, I well, never argued that they would lose. I'm just yeah. saying that I don't think the pilots would take the time to to do that when it doesn't directly impact whether they crash or, or successfully survive slash land the plane. I guess like, it would be annoying. Be I think on, you can figure it out that. over time. If I you're think looking it would be out the window and it's vertical, <laughs> somebody, you'll probably figure yeah. it out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like... <laughs> I don't think you need the pilots to tell you that you're going down to get into a. They, they won't position. tell you that you're. They. I don't know. They could tell you important stuff like things in the safety pamphlet. Because who the fuck reads the safety pamphlet? You know. Mm. I do every single time I open that pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> but still, well, most like most people don't over. look at it. They don't know what to do in an emergency. They're not going to pay attention. No, a lot of people are going to be asleep or wearing headphones. There's got to be someone to say, "Hey, wake up! We're about to crash." Yeah, you know but I mean? you still we really do talk about a lot plane of, crashes a lot, don't we? A lot of yeah. people who you know, you look at that pamphlet like once or twice, and then you just memorize it for every flight afterwards. You, you know that, or you take that awkward position, that crash landing position where you have have to hug your own legs. You take your vest, you put it on, you head for the emergency exit, following the neon signs. If there's smoke and you're on the ground, and you have to crawl, and it's dark. And then you op- you have to open up the emergency exit. Here's a whole lesson for everyone who might ha- have to be in a plane crash. You <laughs> flip open the little door, the emergency exit. You might have to uh, trample and kill the three people sitting there, and then you get out. Yeah, you just jump <laughs> you out just of the plane. Curb stomping people. <laughs> Try to get out. I'm just I always saying, thought an efficient. I always thought it'd be efficient, like. Depending on the altitude, break the window and like cannonball out. You cannot break that window. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can try all you want. You will not break that window. <laughs> well, that well, that woman on that plane uh, a couple of years back, that window just fucking busted out, and then she got like snapped in half by the the pressure. It seems Remember, to me like, you're thinking half out. You think the engine or something? Yeah, fly right into the engine, <laughs> get sucked into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, well, that's not what I was saying. But like the engine, the engine blew up or something, and like a piece of sh- shrapnel dislodged mm. the window or something. It wasn't like she, no, she I, kicked I, out. The I window. think uh. Charlie. First of all, those windows are tiny. It's not like that big window in the high rise where that one lawyer threw himself out of trying to brag. It's they're tiny. Mm. Your arm isn't even gonna fit through that thing. You might get an ass yeah. cheek out if you like cannonball it. <laughs> yeah, let your ass cheek be preserved. Dump it out the window for future generations. Well, that might be a good strategy too. Just like suction cup yourself to that window. Why? <laughs> Are you gonna suction your ass to the window Why? and shit as the plane's going down? You're not going. You're not plugging holes like you're on a sinking ship, like in a cartoon where you plug it with your thumb and then your other fingers and then your tongue and then all you have is. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just meant because, like, a lot of the death in a plane crash maybe just be getting tossed around I'm in the cabin. Im- but if you suction cup, you can just get locked there. Wiley Coyote is shooting your plane. plane. Charlie's on a plane, and one of the windows goes out, and all the air's rushing out, and he goes, I've got this, and he just wedges his bare ass in it, and he's just sitting that way for the rest of the flight. He has little legs dangling in the window. Yeah, it rips out your guts. (laughs) It would literally, like, tear the inside out. Violently disembowels him from his anus. (laughs) The hollow husk of Charlie... 
the hollow husk of Charlie, his skeleton yanked out of his anus, just sitting in the window, <laughs> plugging it up like a skin windsock. Everyone's placing look- roses at my feet. <laughs> You're gonna look like when your socks are turned inside out, but red and goopy. <laughs> <laughs> What, Charlie, what about if you just hold, like, your T-shirt out the window? Maybe that'll, like, the wind will slow it down oh. like a pirate ship. Mm. Mm. Sailing. Oh, uh, yeah, just parasail sure. to the ground. Yeah. Like, the, the plane needs to make an emergency turn, so you just hold the, the shirt out and it turns the plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, knock me out, please. That would be nice. I'd be tra- I'd anyway, travel the point so of this much whole more. Story, the point of this story is we fucking we fuck, talk about plane crashes every episode. We do. Let's go back to talking about shitting on China. Okay, no. Have you guys heard? Damn it. Okay. Right. No, that's every episode as well. No, it's different. I'm, it's a, it was a, what I was going to segue off of Kaya talk, talking about China because I think this is incredibly fascinating. Have you guys heard about, I'm going to pronounce this super wrong, but Su Siadong? Mm-hmm. The uh, mixed martial arts fighter who's beating up every kung fu master. No, Mm-mm. I think this shit is immensely fascinating. So there's this MMA fighter. He's not he's not like the best in the world, but he can definitely hold his own, and he's good. His name is Sue, uh, spelled X U. <laughs> I guarantee you, I'm saying this wrong. Oh, that's oh quite cool. I know that guy. Yeah. So isn't that Shu? So so his nickname in yeah, MMA is sure Mad Dog. So for the fact that I'm butchering his name, I'm going to call him Mad Dog from now on. So. Kung Fu in China and martial arts is like a big cultural heritage and the government is explicitly pushing it on the people as like a program to be like, hey, do Kung Fu. It's good. It's the pride of China. It's great. You know, take up Tai Chi or Taekwondo Mm -hmm. or whatever, any of them. But um, Mad Dog and a bunch of other people in the MMA community are like, look, guys, martial arts is not going to defend you. It's not going Mm -hmm. to save your life it's not an effective fighting style it's great for exercise or whatever but it is not an actually effective self-defense method as they're claiming or any of this and that so eventually mad dog said listen i'll fight any chinese kung fu grandmaster whatever fighting style anything and i'll show you how much it sucks so what he would do is he would challenge them to fights anyone who wanted to take him on who was like a black belt in whatever study And in the first round of nearly every fight, he would take punches from them just in the face, wouldn't even care, show how (laughs) terrible they were, and then beat the ever-loving shit out of them until eventually they had to forfeit every single time. And eventually China... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. So China found out about this, and now they are lowering (laughs) his social credit. They are trying to make him a mockery. It has gotten to the point where he is so reviled by the Chinese government, he is not allowed to fly, and he is not allowed to use certain public facilities. He had a fight across the country against a black belt. He had to take a 36-hour train ride in the worst class just to get to it. Jesus and and, yeah. and literally so the people are rallying behind him they love what he's doing but the government is just trying to fuck with him as bad as they can eventually so, one of the culminations of his the, fight hang on this is the last part uh-huh. so there's this grandmaster who was very very respected in China very big kung fu guy and he was like I'll take you on I'll kick your ass mad dog you got nothing he they did the fight it was live publicized on Chinese television mad dog knocked him down 11 times in the first round he gave him a bloody nose and a swollen eye and then they ended the fight after the first round and they called it a draw they officially (laughs) declared it a draw contest just because so I just, China couldn't admit, yeah, he's kicking our asses. I just want to admit that this is 
genuine and amazing segue away from how shitty China's government is. Good job on that. Uh, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, yeah, I was about to ask, like, uh, do you think people will get prideful about it and dig their heels in even deeper into this whole, you know, kung fu, karate, so Wing Chun, whatever it is, is um, better than boxing stuff? He's got a bunch of, like, Chinese people behind him. Like, the general public love him, and he's big on social media now. But the government and people who support that and anywhere involved in that are doing everything they can to indirectly censor him or take him down. He's been banned from his original training gym that he frequented for 20 years just because mm -hmm. of the government pressure. Like, literally, they're trying to ruin his life and make him stop. Don't they think if it would I was be... the government, I'd fucking prop this guy up. They've got a yeah. superhuman on their hands. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> he's wouldn't not even that great so of an MMA fighter. Like, he's good, but he's not nearly top ranked or any of that. He's he's old and he's, you know, he's been doing it for so long. Wouldn't but it the be, whole point is in that terms he's of, just so much better than the Kung in terms Fu. Of propaganda, wouldn't it be just so much easier to simply retcon history and say that the Chinese invented MMA? And hey, look at this. Here's our new martial arts. It would be so much easier than pretending that reality doesn't exist. I never got it this really stuff where... People compare like, oh, you know, Bruce Lee in his prime could have beat Mike Tyson in his prime. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he weighs like a tenth of the dude. It's not going to happen. And they have these propaganda movies like Ip Man 2 or 3. I think he beats a boxer. I don't know if you guys saw that mm -hmm. one or if you remember anyone. I mean, it, yeah, it really went downhill after the first Ip Man. Yeah. Well, even the first one, that was the one where he fights the Japanese guy, right? some like yes colonel and then yeah. the, the scene where he fights like 20 japanese students all yeah. at once yeah yeah because they're evil and despicable or something because they i don't even remember they stole someone's potato or something and then in the second one he fights a boxer <laughs> and he somehow wins that was the whole movie it, it, despite you know it man weighing like 40 pounds and the boxer looks like he weighs 400 pounds of pure muscle somehow he still wins this this stuff is ridiculous we've just say you invented mma if you want to be prideful about it just take credit. I, just, I think I think the problem with that right there, Kai, is you're not understanding the true extent of Wing Chun's power. You've never studied <laughs> yeah, the martial art. You you can do incredible stuff with that. That mm -hmm. too, when they say that you know Wing Chun was invented by a woman, so you know if you know enough Wing Chun, even a little woman, little old seventy year old elderly woman <laughs> who weighs eighty pounds wet, she could beat Mike Tyson if she trains enough. And, Just stop and what's with the funny shit. With that? What's funny with what you're saying, Kai, is that MMA isn't even that far of a cry from these things. It's called mixed martial arts for a reason. The whole point is you yeah. look at different styles and take their best techniques and put them together. It's not like it's just a totally yeah. different radical fighting style. It's just what yeah. works. So, well, so. I'm sorry for that guy, I suppose. He should just move and join a league here. <laughs> yeah. But I've I've just been following this, that lately. I think it's immensely fast. I guess he couldn't even move. I mean, how the hell would he? Can he? Is he allowed by the social credit sto no, uh, so store? No, so he's not. Leave? He's not allowed to. He's not allowed to fly, and I believe he's Jesus. not allowed to leave the country because his social uh, credit score is so low that no Chinese organization will give him passage out of the country. This this whole story reminds me of. I think it was in China or Japan. I think it was in China, actually, again. It could have been America. For, it was somewhere. There was this, uh, there was this, uh -huh. this, this like, martial artist dude 
who convinced like so many people that he he could master like chi and he could deflect oh, attacks using yeah, chi. Yep, that's so a whole when people scam try, too. Yeah. When people try to like punch him, he would like, yeah, when his yeah, students yeah. who were in on the scam that was I a white man tried to, tried to punch him. To be fair, that yeah, was not uh, well, a Chinese uh, yeah, person. I couldn't, I couldn't not Japanese. Okay. There was yeah, a, I couldn't remember I, Yeah. So so he was deflecting people's shots with uh, like his hand like like using the force pretty much Are yeah, you? and shit like that. He was doing Kamehameha and, then, and at some point he tried that on a person that didn't work. One of those Discovery Channel documentary no, men. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was a documentary or something yeah, where Count they put Dante, a, like right? an actual... Uh, yeah, the, the, like a MMA dude went up against him and just beat the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> He's like this six-year-old scam artist just getting kicked the fuck out. No, before it that, so it was... fucking good. Uh, they tried to do a documentary episode on him. I, I think it was either the Discovery Channel or National Geographic. Um, and yeah. he said that he was unable to knock over the cameraman or something using his Kamehameha because the cameraman was using a secret technique with his tongue to deflect <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah, key. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like he said, he said he uh, I remember the interview. He goes, there's a lot of things that can determine whether it works or whether it doesn't. It only works on 40% of people. And even <laughs> then, the conditions have to be right. I mean, even if his tongue was in the wrong place in his mouth, it won't work. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> cool. like a very effective form of <laughs> like, I remember that. It's like if I said my special fight technique it works only on 10 percent of the population that is at least 80 years old and elderly and a woman then i can beat them <laughs> it's very effective yeah yeah but they he, they get recruits man they get followers of that shit they join into that club it's like its own little cult he stands up he walks up to them and he does the kamehameha and you have like seven or eight people throwing themselves back on the floor going wow look at his amazing power but, yeah, like they really, believe it. They're it not even really actors. Like there was a whole, there was a whole like a uh, class or a whole dojo of people that fully believed it, and they're all like, uh, like circled around the ring or whatever you call it, watching him get his just ass kicked by this <laughs> MMA dude. <laughs> like all of his students just in horror as this guy's getting his face beat into a pulp. It's <laughs> a very common thing, though. You're making it sound like an isolated incident. There's so many of those people. Like uh, yep. Steven Seagal is a big proponent of Aikido, which is minimal contact, almost using force fields, invisible force fields <laughs> to fight your opponent. So it's yeah, he's very a weirdo commonplace. Too. He, isn't yeah. he like Putin's best friend or something these days? He's, no, he's banned, banned from, from the Russia. Ukraine. Banned? Yeah. Because, oh, what? yeah, because from the of Ukraine previous or Russia? relation. Ukraine, because of previous okay. relations with Russia. Yeah, okay, I so believe. you're right. He likes Russians for some reason. He really likes Putin. God, that is a weird it's... guy. Um, okay, we're, we're slowly running out of time, but I really want to talk about this topic. So as a segue, hey, guys, can you... Do you know how you can tell a con man away from everyone else like these guys? An easy trick? Their smell. No. They do not use They're iPhones. Cheap. Did you guys hear about this? <sighs> no. So, the have you guys seen Knives Out, the movie? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, so, spoiler alert, skip the next minute anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet because it's like a murder mystery and you don't want to get spoiled. The director came out in an interview. He said that, you know what an easy way to tell who the bad guys uh, yeah. are in every movie is that Apple does not allow us to give the bad guys Apple products. So Knives <laughs> Out, for example, <laughs> again, I warned you for spoilers. Don't get mad at me. But so like in Knives Out, still at the beginning of the movie, when, you know, you, you as the viewer, you're not supposed to know who the bad guy is and who the killer is. But one of the family members, he looks at his Apple watch. 
at that moment, you know for a fact he's not the murderer because Apple would not have allowed that to be shown on screen. No. So Wow, that's funny. I guess that's kind of a cool factoid to know. At the same time, fuck you for telling us because now that's just everything I'm ever going to focus on in every movie is does that guy have an oh iPhone? Oh, my God. But, I'm gonna, yeah. Fuck for, Fuck Apple. Yeah, for every for, trailer uh, that yeah. comes out, though, I'm going to be that fucking douchebag on Twitter that spoils the ending just based <laughs> off the trailer and then look like a prophet. God, that sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate when companies do that. It just breaks our immersion. How do they even know, though? Do, do uh, I well, imagine... Be, you have to check. Because so. a lot of these... Well, hmm. I was going to say, a lot of movies use just imitation stuff. Like, it's supposed to look like this, but it's not that. They do that with operating yeah. systems like Microsoft and such. You know, you, you rarely ever see Microsoft operating systems, just the regular Windows in a movie. It's always these cringy, you know, CSI Miami type operating systems my, where there's uh, just so much cyber crap on the screen. But apparently my favorite they do one with that is how My favorite one with that is how they always have to go around Google. So there's always a website where it's the same logo, but the word's yeah. different, like gargle or giggle or gliggle, like shit like <laughs> that. I love that one. Bongle. Was, what? <laughs> I don't know what yeah, movie Bongle, it was where Google. being actually paid for it. I don't know which movie it was, but it was so goofy <laughs> to see anyone use Bing. Gaggle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go Bing it. Go find oh, it. Yeah, they, they actually... <laughs> Hawaii Five-O. They actually use that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. Bing it. Oh, no. Do you guys remember the other um, Hawaii Five-O? We might have talked about Subway. it where it's the, sub yeah. Yeah, the Subway sandwiches. You got all that sandwich for $5? Yeah. God, that, so, that show fucking sucks. I guess they have to run it past the company if they want to show it in some capacity. So this is Ryan Johnson, the writer and director of uh, Knives Out. He says, this was from a video interview. I don't know if I should say this or not. Johnson said in a Vanity Fair video posted Tuesday, not because it's lascivious or something, but because it's going to screw me on the next mystery movie that I write. But forget it. I'll say it. It's very interesting. Apple. They let you use iPhones in movies, but, and this is very pivotal, if, you've, if you're ever watching a mystery movie, bad guys cannot have iPhones on camera. Every single filmmaker who has a bad guy in their movie that's supposed to be a secret wants to murder me right now. <laughs> I guess he kind of made enemies there, too. Wow. I never it's not knew super that. hard to get around that. Like, just don't give your characters iPhones. Exactly. Just don't give them a phone. Yeah, that's kind of counterintuitive for Apple because that's just going to mean less filmmakers are going to want to take Apple sponsorships. It's honestly the last thing that I would ever think about if I saw a bad guy. Like a Bond villain is, oh, he uses Apple. Apple is for villains. It's well, now thing. the problem is that now that that guy said that, it's what you guys said. Everyone's going to be thinking about it who heard that <laughs> interview. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it, well, it's not like anyone needs to be reminded that Apple is for evil people run by evil companies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and Weinstein Kittles. loves Apple. <laughs> hey, we're I back to the beginning. I guarantee used an iPhone. I fucking hate Apple. I use an really? iPhone, unfortunately. Yeah, they're fuck. They're the least helpful, most counterintuitive awful customer support experience i've ever fucking had in my life anyone could have told you that well, well i mean th when they're when their fucking helpful. ideology is oh is it broken just buy a new one they're not going to be very helpful yeah, i fucking hate I, it. I i can't believe well i can believe you have an iphone actually because you just go for the easiest kind of option most of the time and i guess i guess iphones are kind of easy 
Yeah, I, I guess them. it just I, yeah. My girlfriend has an iPhone, and anytime I need to use her phone to check something real quick, I'm fucking baffled like a caveman on how to navigate it because <laughs> just the just the fact that Android, the one big thing is a dedicated back button, is the most convenient and easy thing on the planet. And the fact on iPhone you have to scan the screen looking for how to go back in every app, it's terrible. It's the worst. I I don't like iPhones. I don't like Apple. Well, I hate Apple, but the iPhone was just. I don't know, convenient. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I said. It's like, it's a pretty convenient phone. Yeah. Mm, for villains. But Apple sucks dick. Fuck Apple. Fuck Apple fanboys. Fuck your little subreddit where you just worship everything they do selling a computer stand for $900. Whoa, and call whoa, it a whoa, whoa. You got some pent-up anger there, Chad? I, 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 I want to talk about this. It was such a miserable experience, man. I don't know how anyone can defend this company. <laughs> Tell us Are about it. Why, why do you still have yeah, it? you still have Buy an iPhone, though. Well, I mean, yeah, I still have a contract with it. I'll probably switch at some point, but... Hey, there you go. Join us with Pixels. Mm. I actually switched off the Pixel, actually. You son of a bitch. I, uh, the, yeah, so the, the Pixel, was it the 3 or the 4? But it just looked like shit, so I switched to a Samsung. The t- the t- I had an issue with the Pixel 2 really? where the screen was like, the it one- came to me like... Go ahead. Ruined. The one and the two for me were awesome, and then I think it was the three where I looked at it and I went, "That's just the fucking iPhone. It's the same shit." So I, I switched yeah, to I a think Samsung. This, I think this is my last Pixel. The issue is the software and everything is so well optimized and it's all, all clean mm-hmm. that it comes to you like just empty, which I really like. Yeah, yeah. like all the other ones come with you with like bloatware and shit. Yeah. To be fair to Samsung's credit, when back in the day, that was totally a definite fucking issue. Samsung and other uh, manufacturers like that, their onboard stuff was god awful and it was just intrusive. To be Mm. fair to Samsung, they've really stepped up their game on that. You can get rid of the vast majority of stuff the phone comes with and the stuff that they just put on there is actually pretty decent. It's not Still too bad. Yeah, the counterpoint, Samsung has fucking Bixby. What the fuck is okay, that? Okay, yeah, Bixby, Bixby is the worst God. thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst. Bixby has no defense. They did, on some models, they did, did, yep. they dedicate a whole button to it that you cannot even remap. It's just a useless button that it, you yep. cannot ever touch. <laughs> the Bixby yep. button. So I, and then, I have that. I am looking at that phone right now. The only thing you can do is disable that button, which is what I did. It's not worst. even. I think you can only turn it into a one push button or something, but yeah, so you cannot even disable it. So what the fuck is Bixby? It's like Google like Assistant, but shitty. But worse, yeah. But Super worse, shitty. yeah. Google, it's not as if it turns off Google Assistant either, by the way. Every once in a while, I'll accidentally touch my phone the wrong way, like I just molested the fucking woman or some shit, and she'll be like, oh, did you mean Google Assistant? Just say the words Google, and then I'll Google for you. No, just go away. <laughs> Fuck, just stop. It's Yeah, it's pretty bad. And then the shit that came up recently... I th- uh, we may have talked about this. Did I bring up the thing where they can use your gyroscope as a microphone now? Yeah, like forward yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, enough. okay. You really like that little fact. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up. It's weird. It's I mean, there's probably like 20 other ways that, it, that they can access your microphone regardless. So it doesn't really... I mean, it, yeah, it's shitty, but it's not anything new. All right. Anyone else got anything? Uh, yeah, one last thing. Ori and the Will of, Will of the Wisps comes out in a week time, Kaya. Shit. Oh, okay. Just wanted to remind you. On air. Yeah, but don't you have to have like an Xbox to play that thing? No, it's on PC. Okay, I might check it out. I don't. I, I doubt my laptop could run it. So, cool. Mm. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks, well, Jared. In for this week. <laughs> I thought he would be more excited. I wanted to get a little bit of excitement out of him. Sorry. <laughs>
Um, All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, yeah. for listening. Uh, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash the official podcast. There's a new bonus up on there, bonus episode Ooh. 50. We talk about tsunamis and earthquakes and all mm. that kind of stuff. Which one's which one's the most devastating natural disaster? These three idiots made themselves look like fools hey, when they came I, up against I me. Came you were around. Wrong. I swapped. I, I jumped the fence. I didn't. Yeah, I need well, to see it because we were arguing about... Australia, and until now, you guys only had fires. I'll save my judgments for when you have a flood. I was never arguing... No, no, no. I was never arguing just about Australia. I was just arguing about the like the, the global scale of these disasters. Anyway, you can head over to patreon.com slash the official podcast to check that out. It's a pretty good episode. And we got, like I said, 49 other episodes over there. 50 bonus episodes mm-hmm. waiting for your ears to listen. Mm. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you regardless for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 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 Avoid Apple and China.